Fish just handed to me. The following podcast is a Sand Productions production. If anything should happen to me, you must go to court. You must say these words. Klaatu, Marada, Victor. Hello, everybody. Welcome back, fellow Smegheads, to a special Red Dwarf episode of Sci-Fi Watcher. That's right. It's Thursday, so your feed has been updated with Red Dwarf Series 2. Glad you guys could join us again for this episode. I'm Corey Shrett, and joining me as always, my friend, Mr. Brian Lee. Brian, how's it going? Hey, Corey. Good to be here, man. I'm so excited. I'm getting so pumped for a new breakdown of another series of Red Dwarf, and I'd love to hear your viewpoints on it from a fresh eye perspective. Can't wait to hear them. But before we do, of course, let's talk about sponsorships. For $5, sponsor an episode of Sci-Fi Watcher or any other show we do over at Save Productions. Head on over right now to scifiwatcher.com slash sponsor, and we will talk about a website, Twitter account, blog, shout-out, or anything else you have. For only five dollars, head on over right now. SciFiWatcher.com slash sponsor. All right, so Red Dwarf series two had uh, six episodes as the last series, and it aired not too long after series one, September sixth to October eleventh, nineteen eighty-eight. Still in the same year, and the titles of the episodes were Crichton, Better Than Life, Thanks for the Memory, Stasis Leak, Queeg, and Parallel Universe. Now the intro music and stuff was the same, except. The Holly intro is a little shorter. Let's play one of the intros from Series 2. Three million years from Earth, the mining ship Red Dwarf. Its crew, Dave Lister, the last human being alive. Arnold Rimmer, a hologram of his dead bunkmate. And a creature who evolved from the ship's cat. Message in. Additional, our biggest enemy is going space crazy through loneliness. The only thing that helps me maintain my slender grip on reality is the friendship I share with my collection of singing potatoes. (laughs) So that was one of them from this season. And uh, how did you compare that to the intros from the first season? Did you like it more or less the same? Uh, Pretty much the same. I kind of liked that it cut to the chase right away. You know, it yeah. wasn't, oh, here's what happens, revive three million years later. It's like, okay, it's three million years later, here's who's in the crew. <laughs> it makes more sense. I mean, now they, they don't have to yeah. say all that spiel again. Yeah, but I'm, gl- I'm glad that they, they kept it going this season. Of course, after they get to the additional part, they always have a little, you know, a little punchline, a little joke they put in there. You know, I, so of course, you know, I, I love, I, I kind of get excited every time the episode starts. I'm like, okay, what's he going to say this time? <laughs> <laughs> Um, this season, of course, the guys realized, uh, Grant Naylor realized when they wrote season one, they were kind of stuck because you got, you know, four characters on a ship. You need to kind of get them out of there. So he, they created something called Blue Midget, which is a little blue spaceship that they can travel like a little um, shuttle shuttlecraft type of thing so they can go to moons and whatnot. Did they not use that ship at all in the first season? No, first season was totally on the ship. Okay. There was no no way to get off the ship. So I think they saw that, you know, that was going to be one of the problems is you can only do so much on the ship. You know, That's true. I mean, you can, you know, obviously there are ways to 
get them to quote unquote leave the ship, you know, either some sort of teleport or, you know, popping through holes or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I think it kind of helps expand the ideas of the show, you know, gives them more story ideas. You know, we didn't. I think you're right because I mean, this episode they went to a lot of places. Yeah, that was the thing too, and I mean, even some of these stories, you know, they didn't actually travel there, you know, through Blue Midget, you know, like um, uh, Stasis, Stasis leak. leak is the big one where they found that leak, and you know, floor thirteen or floor sixteen, it takes them into the shower officer shower room. You know, <laughs> there's they they didn't have to use Blue Midget then. I mean, you know, thanks for the memories. You know, it was a great example where they had to use the ship to, uh, you know, they were on the moon doing the uh, uh, Rimmer's uh, death party, the anniversary of his death. Yeah, and then this is the first time we get to see the observation bubble, I guess is what it's called. Um, you know, I want to say we saw that last season. Well, the first one I saw was the Better Than Life uh, episode, right? Yeah. I, I swear we saw it last season. I want to say we did. You could be right. I, I think I think we did, because it seems like, oh, we went back to that. Yeah, but I mean, we don't see much more of the ship, really. It's the same rooms. Like, the observation deck is, you know, like you said, something different. But mm-hmm. it's, it's you know, we don't see the, the bridge, I don't think, this season. Uh, we do see the elevator, though. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the express elevator. <laughs> and I I love they you know, this express elevator which takes forever to go down. It's almost like a plane flight, and they get the the the, the safety plan. You know, in case of emergency, you know, death is you know death is imminent, imminent or whatever she says. And she explains, you know, you know if you're falling, you know the cyanide caplets underneath your thing. Just take them, put them underneath your tongue, and she does that, and she dies. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I love that. You know, it's a spoof on the old airplane. You know, safety speeches they give us. Oh yeah, that's funny. Yeah, and they made they showed us how Rimmer could be a hologram off the ship. There was a hologrammatic cage they had him in, a projection cage. Well, there's a couple places they, that he went off the ship. I mean, with Stasis Leak, he kind of just popped in and out. Yeah, I don't I don't understand how they did that. I only th- they, no, I don't know how they did that. You know, I was thinking, oh, maybe Holly did it, but Holly was with them in, um, you know, thanks for the memories. So mm-hmm. I was like, uh, how, why? Why is he doing that? I, you know, I mean, obviously, the thanks for the memory one when he's dancing. It's like, you know, he's dancing in a cage, like a cage dancer at a club or something like that. That was pretty funny. Yeah, that's the obvious reference. I get to it. Um, what'd you think of the idea that Holly? You know, they actually took Holly off the ship. Holly was in in a watch, and she could move around the ship, or he could move around the ship on that TV screen. I think it was pretty cool. Yeah, I, I, that they they brought him along. I mean, he's he's part of the crew to me. Yeah, it's part of the thing. It's a small crew. If you leave him behind, you know, it's like, uh, okay, you miss out on all the action. Yeah, I kind of like the idea of having him in I think the best way was to have him in a watch. Well, um, I was wondering why we didn't get to see more uh, Crichton, you know, because I thought we'd see more of him. We only saw him in that first episode. Yeah, that's it. I mean, he uh, they give him, according to what happens down the road, is they give him the space bike and he goes flying off into... Uh, outer space and has fun yeah so yeah that was almost that was the i think this was the first time we actually met somebody or something from you know present day what were your thoughts on Crichton, the service mechanoid i wanted to see more he seemed pretty funny i i love the fact that he was kind of oblivious to the fact that you know these three women that he's taking care of are dead and have been dead for three million years that's not part of his programming. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> but I love it. This fact that there's these three skeletons dressed up at you know the dinner table. He's putting lipstick on one and telling one of them to eat. She looks a little pasty. 
It's like, yeah, it's like, it's like, <laughs> I almost wonder how crazy is this service mechanoid? You know, it's like, is he going to kill these guys when they show up on the ship? It's, it's a little cliched though, that he's watching androids on TV. Yeah, Android. <laughs> yeah. It's watching a soap opera androids. It's like something this season two, I noticed, I don't, I don't remember if it keeps going on, but I love the, that cat comes up with names for Rimmer. Uh, he calls him Alphabet Head because he has the H on his head once. And he calls him Goalpost Head another time. Oh, I must have forgot that. There's okay. a few things I noticed. I'm like, I don't remember, you know, Cat doing that last season or or Rimmer saying or Lister saying anything either. But I'm like, okay, no. All right, we got different names for him now because he's a hologram. It's kind of interesting. But I mean, the cat is talking more in this season, mm-hmm. a lot more. Well, he's part of the crew. I think they want to try to give him more lines too. I. I the problem with the cat, though, I would think is that he seems so two-dimensional. I mean, he's all into looks, eating, and sleeping. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know there was a scene like they woke him up or something like that. He says, sleep is my third favorite thing. <laughs> it's like, okay. You know what the other two are, obviously. but No, he was pretty funny in, in Stasis Leak, I think, when he was in the, the hotel. And he attacked that lady with the, <laughs> the uh, fur. Yeah, the fur. <laughs> oh my god he, he sprays her with the seltzer water and he knocks it out and he steps all over it yeah and and i think um my favorite was probably the better than life episode when they go into the computer yeah i love the idea about behind that one where it, it takes your uh it takes your um your thoughts and your your wishes and makes them a reality in this this world this virtual reality world they call total immersion yeah. video games tivs and then Rimmer just ruins it all. <laughs> well, that's that's Rimmer's mind, you know. Because well, yeah, and I even love the part though uh, where they that this is the one where you talked about last week. You kind of like jumped the gun a little bit where the post pod arrived. What post pod arrived? Right. Yep, that's about average for second class post three million years, you know. <laughs> and they're going through, you know, going through all the mail. Mine, mine, mine. Lister, Lister got all junk mail, and Rimmer, Rimmer's gets very few letters. And I, I love the fact that Lister's reading Rimmer a letter that his mother wrote, and it's so. The handwriting is so sloppy you couldn't tell what it said. And it said, your father is dead or dad. It's like, of course your father is dad. <laughs> <laughs> no, dead. No, no, no. Your father's But I mean, it. why would he get upset? Because, you know, everyone's dead at this I point. I think because it. Three million years later. Because it, it, he personally got a letter saying that. You know, oh, you, okay. you know they're dead. But the fact that it's been told to you. It's, I, I don't know. But it's kind of interesting. They say he passed away just peacefully in his Jeep. Sleep, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, some some great lines in this one. Yeah, I I love that the whole idea behind going into a video game and you know living out your fantasies. Yeah, it's it was just it's just an interesting idea for for an episode, and also like like and that was one of the stories where they didn't leave the ship, but they still left the ship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's one thing I love about the writing here is how they come up with different ways to to explore. It's not just like oh, we're gonna take Blue Midget and go. Look over there at that planet and come back. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that they came up with ideas like that. Um, I th- one of my favorites in this season is "Thanks for the Memory." It's the it's the mystery episode, you know, where they wake up and they lost four days of their lives. You know, they don't know what's going on. Everything's changed. You know, they didn't have to track down the whole thing. What happens? Where mm-hmm. they gave Rimmer his up. Uh, you know, Lister gave Rimmer one of his memories of Lisa Yates. And he found out that it wasn't really his memory; it was Rimmer, uh, Lister's memory. Yeah, and then and then the the 
the part of covering it up. You mm-hmm. know, I, I love how it's all explained at the end. Like, what the heck? A big footprint? Why are their legs broken? I was like, <laughs> oh, I was like, okay, that's interesting. Yeah, you know, that, that just shows versatility in the writing in this. Yeah, it, it really does. Stace, I love Stasis League for the fact that we actually get to see some of the Red Dwarf crew again. You know, that's true. You, you get to see you know, the captain. You get to see uh, Olaf Peterson. It's kind of nice to go. Harry Arms is what I'm going to call him. <laughs> and, and I love the way how they how they you know oh you know Lister, Rimmer thought he was you know still still taking these hallucinogenic mushrooms. They were still in his system when he saw you know the the hol- the, the hologram version of him from the future. And the captain as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I love that. It's kind of a nice little wraparound. It's like, okay, let's write this story and uh, let's let's take it back three million years. It's like, oh, cute. And then, of course, you find out at the end, Lister and Kachansky get married, but that's Lister five years in the future. Can't get a break. So you're wondering, okay, how does Lister get back there? You know, so we have to wait five years to find out. I love that. I do too. I mean, it's really great. I wonder if it pays off. I'm thinking, like, okay, I want to skip ahead and see if it pays off. <laughs> Skip it to five seasons later. Yeah, um, I love how Holly screws with the crew with the with the Queeg, the backup computer. That was pretty hilarious. That, I love that, you know, because you know what's funny is it kind of shows you how the ship is supposed to run. It's interesting, you know. You're supposed to work to get credit to get food. You don't just get food for free. You know, there are rules and regulations you have to follow when you're on this ship. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of interesting to see that. It's kind of reminds you that this is supposed to happen this way. It's like, oh, okay. I love that there was one time, there was one scene where Rimmer, Rimmer's forced to, to go on a run and he passes out like five, 500 yards into it. So he's still running, but he's unconscious. That is pretty I'm funny. Like, yeah. It's so good. Yeah, but I, I love Holly. You know, I, I, I love the, the computer senility. It, it screws with them by creating the Queeg 500. And I want to play this for you. This is the beginning of the last episode of the season, Parallel Universe, and this is the WT oh the WTF moment I just I just love. Yeah, so that's the the weird intro t- tongue tied for Parallel Universe. Now, when you were watching the How beginning of that, be? yeah, it is. So, what are your thoughts when you saw the beginning of the episode and, and this music video starts up? I didn't know what to think. I was like, "What? What am I watching here?" I know, I know. It's one of those moments that every time I watch, I'm like, "Oh yeah, tongue tied." No, but then when they get to, uh, it's just a, a dream machine that makes sense, it makes total I, sense. I know, but it, it, it's it's another one of the ways you show how smart their writing is in the show. 
and they gave it like an, a video quality to it. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, am I just watching a really bad episode, like bad quality wise? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, it's like a computer, like a TV screen. Yeah. I, I get it. But I love it. And oh, by the way, guys, if you head over to scifiwatcher.com, I do have a link to the YouTube video for that. That's oh, cool. the, the full version of the song. Yeah, so it's pretty cool. Uh, so yeah, go check that out. But yeah, I like I like the, the whole intro to that one. The fact that it's not like, oh, let's just start with the traditional episode. No, let's just go into a music video. Like, uh, uh, let's go out in left field and just make you guys go, what in the heck am I watching now? I mean, that's what I love about the show. You You can always be surprised by it. Yeah, definitely. That's the the great thing. And this this episode, of course, answers one question which we've had since last season. The babies. How does Lister get the twins? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I love how they tie that in. Are are you glad that they they came back around? Did you think they were going to come back around ever and explain how they got the no. twins? <laughs> I thought that was way down the road. I, I didn't even you know, honestly, when I saw that episode, I'm like, oh, I wonder if they'll ever explain it. Then I, after a while I'm thinking, yeah, they won't explain it. But they they waited. They didn't wait too long to do it. That makes me think they're going to show the five year thing with Lester. I know. <laughs> I know because it's like okay, they answer these questions. So if they create any other weird scenarios like like the five year thing, they're going to have to show it now because they did this one. I can't wait to get to that point. <laughs> I thought I I, I love just the fact that you know they they enter a parallel universe, obviously, and it's a female oriented universe. There's a female Rimmer and Lister there. Uh-huh. <laughs> And I, the one part I, I like laughing my butt off is the cat shows up because, okay, you know, the, you got a female equivalent, you got a female equivalent. Where's mine? And they're like, oh, yours is down the hallway, and the cat goes running off. And they're like, uh, his opposite's not a cat. And they're like, what? Or his opposite's not a woman. It's like, what is it? It's a dog. It's like, oh, <laughs> of course. I'm like, oh, that's just wrong. Of course, you know, because cat wants sex, obviously. And the whole, you know, men. Uh, make babies in this parallel universe. I love that. You know, it's the, and of course it has the sexist feel to it. But you know, you're the one that could get pregnant. You should have been the one worried about the the protection and stuff. Yeah, and the <laughs> the Holly and Hilly. Yeah, the yeah the female version of of Holly, of course, is Hilly. You know, I, I love the fact that they can interact with each other on the screen because there's scenes every time you go back to Holly, he's got like lipstick marks on his face. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just a great idea, and I love the fact you know that because Holly created the Holly Hop Drive, which is just a box with a start and a stop button on it. Yeah, <laughs> it was just like that's all this is, and Holly's like, yeah, okay, to start it, you hit the start button. I think you can figure out the rest of the controls from there. <laughs> it's just like, oh boy, <laughs> no, yeah. but it was supposed to get them back to Earth. Basically, yeah, it was like a warp drive or something like that, where you could just you know teleport anywhere. I love the fact he hits the button, and then it's like, you know, Rimmer's like, you know what? I don't think we're we're back at Earth. Secondly, I don't think we've even moved one inch, you know. And it's like you might be right about that, knowing the way Holly is. But yeah, I, I like the parallel universe idea. Some great stuff in this, you know. Some really great stuff this season. Definitely. Um, yeah, I think that's about all I got on it. I mean, I love the. I'm just saying it again. I love the fact, smart writing in this show, the fact that you can take four characters a ship three million years in the future and somehow write all this stuff and have the show keep going this long. Yeah. yeah. I mean, sir, but like, I, I, like I said, I mean, I think they have the benefit of being only having to do six episodes a season. I mean, yeah. The, like we said, you know, a U.S. show of 22 episodes, this show would not be able to make it a whole season. 
Yeah, it'd probably be one season and then it get canceled. And know? like I said, this universe has no aliens in it. So it's not like they're going to run into like a Borg-type creature or a Cyberman. Not to or Rimmer. Any... Not to Rimmer. Rimmer says aliens are, are everywhere. Yeah, he, <laughs> everything's an alien to him. You know, well, you know, like in Crichton, they had a, they 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 picked up a signal. It's aliens. It's like everything's not aliens. You know, it's just just a great stuff. So yeah, um, I, you know, I'm I'm saying this. I'm thinking this is better than the first season. It, it has the same feel as the first season, but I think now that we're done with introducing the characters and you know we got Blue Midget and we can move a little bit more, I'm giving I'm putting this one just above the first season, but they're very close in my book. I think so too. I mean, it, it you don't have to do the whole introduction that you did in the first season, so they have more more room to play around with and looks like they're having fun. Mm-hmm. The only thing though about this show though is you really can't develop the characters. You know, they're kind of We kinda, get to hear their backstory a little more. That's what it is. That's more what it is. I think we're going to get more of a backstory on them than anything else because it's four people stuck on a ship. I'm still wanting to see the backstory of Cat. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think there'd be much there. You know, I mean, we oh. get a little. Yeah, you know, I mean, really, we get all we get the story from the old guy that was about the most over the top storyline. I think the cat yeah. storyline because we have the whole the 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 old guy that they showed with the donut hat mm-hmm. and all that. It, it was basically basically making fun of religion, you know, on some level. But they could do like a flashback where he's dreaming or something. I don't know. They could. I mean, that's a good idea. But I don't know. I think he's such a shallow character. It would be you, – you get a quick laugh out of it. But if you went too long with it, I think you'd get sick of it. Or they, they go to where the cats went because didn't the cats go off, the two cat uh, factions? Yeah, one ship went one way. One ship went the other way. Yeah. And one was destroyed. So, yeah, they. I mean you never know. They could run into a planet full of cats. I want to see that. Oh, my. Could you imagine that? <laughs> I've already see, I already see the storyline in my head. That's a nightmare waiting to happen. The fact that you're surprised telling me they didn't do that. So uh, obviously they didn't do that. <laughs> you know, obviously they didn't do that. But anyway, all right. That's our thoughts on this week's Red Dwarf. Uh, make sure you join us again next Thursday as we cover Red Dwarf Series Three, and join us on Tuesday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern Time over at SciFiWatcher.com/live, where we do our regular full-blown show with news and reviews and all that stuff over there. Make sure you join us, like I said, Tuesday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern. And, of course, I want to thank my friend Brian Lee for being here. And, Brian, where can we find you online? Uh, you can find me on Twitter. It's at Brian Says. Of course, that's Brian with a Y. And like I said earlier, SciFiWatcher.com for all your sci-fi goodness. Subscribe, download, catch all our episodes over there, and please join us. And if you want to contact us anytime, feedback at SayProductions.com or voicemail 813-915-6390. And we are on Twitter, Google+, and Facebook, all under Sci-Fi Watcher. I want to thank everyone out there for downloading this special episode of Sci-Fi Watcher. And until next time, have a good one.